gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even We're rolling! So, Warren, I made the mistake of connecting my laptop to a monitor this week so Matt could actually see when we were rolling. So now I can see when I'm rolling, and he I can, can see how loud I get. He can strategically deafen you. This was the worst idea of all time. I apologize already. Uh, welcome to Bunny Ears, the show where we hate your eardrums. I am Matt Cohen, joined, as always, by Shmucka Bubba Shimimide. Shmucka Bubba Shimimide. That's me. Check him out on IMDb Pro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Specific, <laughs> specifically on Pro, though. Yes. Yeah. You can get in touch with his people, yeah. set up some Subscription generals. Subscription needed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how's it going, Warren? This week, uh, we thought we would do a sort of themed episode. We want to talk about, like, firsts, you know, uh, your first kiss, the first book you loved, just childhood nostalgia stuff. And to help us out, we've got some people that used to be children and famous children at that. Yeah. Just like all of you, these people used to be children. Uh, uh, please welcome to the Bunny Ears program. Uh, m- my good friend, Mr. Matt Bennett. We did it! Woo! Yeah, woohoo! And, and Matt Bennett, everyone's good friend, Miss Brenda Song. Thank you. Oh. I'm really sad that you didn't call me your really good friend, but You're, whatever. You are also my really good friend. I have known. So let's do this real quick, Matt Bennett. I've known you for like nigh on seven I, I years think, yeah, at this point yeah about six or seven you were like 14 years We'd old when i met uh, you those and, facebook throwbacks and you're still around how did you guys meet know. we met in uh comic-con in san diego and you were like a young buck we had a mutual friend that's right and then uh and then i thought he was i was intimidated and scared by matt cohen because he came in with a very suspicious looking backpack like a big one and he had like his hood and he had a hat on and I was he like, looked like a drug dealer fishy. is what he you're trying to say like a drug dealer Matt Cohen still looks like that all, all the time, the time. Yes. Bunny ears yes. on. he always yes. looks like a drug dealer but then we came back and he goes hey do you want to go to Cinefamily and see Point Break and I'm like alright cool and we had a good time and then he kept calling me and I was like like a drug dealer like, like a drug dealer <laughs> I kept like, a, like an older gentleman caller I kept calling this 19 year old boy to go see movies with me and stuff. I was like alright whatever and uh, I don't know just through his persistence I haven't been able to get away but here, here you are, you are. Yeah. people don't realize that actually Matt Bennett is being strapped and chained to the chair yes. oh yeah I can't move yeah he's our gimp he yeah. binds you slowly it starts with just the you know it's the persistence. ankles and then all of a sudden you're like oh there's a belt around exactly. my that Cohen, fighting, that Cohen charm. It's like dengue fever. Like you don't know when you get it, and it takes a while to work its way into the system. You just magically struggle. Uh, and B song, I met you. I probably met you like three or four years ago, just randomly. Yeah, now it's almost five. Through Doctor Seth Green, yeah, because you yeah. guys did dads together right? five years ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we met like at HQ, or you probably came yeah, on set or something totally. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Mac, you you've met Matt Bennett a couple times over the last few months or so right? yes yes mm-hmm. through you through me yes. uh and uh, how, how do you he, how, you you describe him as one of your best friends oh yeah, i know don't it's adorable that, don't say that in front that's of him so, you'll give the so kid nice an ego you. no Thank i know you. he's blushing it's We're cool you're mats. both blushing we are macho tachi right. i know we, we are, i'm in a room with like mac matt and matt mac how did you you guys so you and brenda are our co-stars Yes, in, 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 the off, in the off-mentioned Changeland film. Changeland. Yes, had, yeah. you, had you guys met before Thailand? Yes. Yeah, we met We met on the set of Dads for mm-hmm. a brief oh, moment. Okay. Yeah, 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 she totally brushed me off. <laughs> Completely. Like, yeah. I was Because there were so many dads on. Yo, man, when Martin Mole's on a set, you brush everyone Thank off. Thank you. Darn on straight. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 See, right? Yeah. Freaking Martin Mole. Giovanni Ribisi, <laughs> Peter Regert. I mean, come on. Right. Did you I'm also, not going to give this guy so Did you also know that Martin Mole is like a really talented painter? He's an, really. And has like solo amazing. exhibit Incredible. shows. This painting sells for like tens of thousands What's of dollars. What's his style? 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it for you right uh, now. Like okay. post apocalypse, <laughs> like Norman Rockwell meets the apocalypse, from what I've seen. Uh, yes. Right? Yes. Is it a good way to normalize it? Is that like, yeah. like Jim Carrey almost? Have no. you seen Jim, Jim Carrey's Carrey's No, no, no. It, Jim Carrey's is... like a crayons from a man who lost his mind. No, yes. no. He used to acrylics. This is what he does. And, no, here's the thing. <laughs> Matt Bennett he is looking doesn't project, at Martin Mull He doesn't use any projection. He does that freehand. He puts like images together and just paints it. Yeah, actually it has a Banksy kind of quality. It's right? incredible. Yeah. Martin Mole did that, Matt Bennett. Are you shocked? Shocked yes. and surprised and happy about I'm it. I'm very surprised. It's right. beautiful. Right. Uh, yeah. but I do really we actually love this. We, we, we realized that we were also at his exhibit together and just didn't run into each other. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you didn't like me. That's what not was, what true. What was it about How Mac that you? you didn't like specifically? My, my, my reputation, face? I think. I was mean, it his ripped jeans? <laughs> yeah. He does wear it was, ripped it was jeans. The, it was a man bun. It, it was, was the man oh, bun. It was the man bun, it must have been. Yep. You were rocking a man bun for a minute there. I, I like practically invented the man bun. <laughs> I, Whoa! I think, I think, Big claims, guys. I think the Japanese would take offense no, no, no. by well, that. Well, here's here's what I'll say: <laughs> is that I was doing like a little semi ponytail kind of thing, like yeah. on the upper part of my back of my head, and then one day I decided to only halfway pull it through, and I went, "Hi, oh, look what I invented!" And I realized that this has actually been around for. Forever, so huh. I actually had this thing where I thought I invented it. That's like every time I think of something clever and I go to tweet it. Yeah, when you check beforehand, six people have thought of the exact same thing before you. Yeah, I have a couple of unique sentences I've come up with in my life that I still like Google from time to time mm-hmm. to make sure I'm the only person that's ever wrote them on the internet. I think I that am. is probably one of the sentences that is probably unique to you. Matt. That, <laughs> that, that alone, and, and just type that. I, I, I came, I coined the phrase "rejoice" or "have joy thrust upon you." Mm-hmm. No one else has ever said that in the history of the world on the internet. Well, oh, well now you've. Oh no! Well, I gave it, it out there. Now yeah. Well, say tweet it. it quick, dude. Did, did you guys Re- ever, retweet it? Did you guys ever try to real quick before we get into the story of us? Did you ever try to make up a word and like get it to stick, like fetch or whatever from Mean Girls? Why are you pointing at me? Because I, <laughs> I did. You're, you're sitting you right next mean to him. Mean Girls at, <laughs> and pointing at my face. I didn't see Mean Girls till like a year ago, and I associate it with young kids. So I that's guess why. so. <laughs> I have seen Mean Girls before. Um, I tried to get the word Sasquatch to catch. Sasquatch. I still do confuzzle. Can fuzzle someone on Twitter today uh, t- talking about our podcast, Mr. Colkin. Uh, I-, I wish I had her name to shout her out, but I'm lazy. She wrote, "This is legitimately my favorite podcast." Literally, and wow. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, legitimately, 90s gibberish. And Remember what? '90s yeah. gibberish? Legitimate, legitimate, and literally, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, real yeah. strong. Uh, yeah, I like that. It sounds like gibberish. I, uh, I knew oppish. I tried to coin. You, you know oppish? I knew oppish. Oh, okay. I tried to coin. Um, what what is something that's great and well lubricated? What would you call it? Call it fan chapstick. Ooh. That's fan chapstick. I like it. I like love it. it. Oh, I love, love it. I like it. I love it. I like a pun. I, I do yeah. every now and again. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a Tweet fan. that. Tweet yeah. that now. Tweet that now before I, I do it. it. I was shout out. Shout Damn out. It's out there. Shout out to mutual friend Eli Henry who had one of the best puns of all time. It was, I want to open up a crepe restaurant and call it date crepe. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is hashtag me too. It's time to <laughs> There you go. Oh, no. She said it. Uh, 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 I had who I like that. Yeah, it's it's it's. What it's, am I talking it's, about? It's, a it's, it's what we call we call like taint, pretty much. It's like the the area between your 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 junk and your a hole. It's it's a hoostache. I mean, that can also be called a hoobah stank. Or a puddle of mud. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yes, puddle of mud. See? It oh, all works. See, yeah. Guys, I love this. I love this <laughs> so much. Um, so you guys met on dads, and then suddenly you were you were thrust together in Thailand on a movie set, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we we had bungalows. Yeah, it was I mean, a compound. You guys had it very we, nice. Is that, is that a euphemism oh. for something? Wait, <laughs> no, no, they had. For, I wish. We for, had a for small bungalows. houses. Yes. 
<laughs> no, we got to know each other really well because the way that this resort was set up was like we had like little basically like bungalows and a communal one and I shared one with Seth and Claire and we had and Mac was literally right next to us and we opened the like adjoining door and so it was just this huge like amusement park the whole time it was it was really fun Let's put it this it way. Camp. I did not see that hotel because I met them somewhere else in Thailand and I uh, on my way back to Japan I stopped off with them at the hotel and I walked into their rooms I got into like the complex and I started like shaking and crying and Seth was like what's wrong and I was like I'm moving my ticket to it it was the single nicest hotel room I've ever seen in yeah. my entire no, life no we got a lot of a lot of bang for our buck it was there. crazy you know what the, the chain was called or, or like, not chain but like the uh, slate. Yes. Slate. slate they were Phuket. incredible slate we actually Phuket. shot there as well yeah Gorgeous. Get a bungalow. Kids. A lot of changeling takes place at the Slade in Phuket, which is actually the real hotel that Seth stayed at and everything. It's awesome, but it was like it's beautiful. It was crazy. We were, we no, were spoiled yeah. rats. But it was crazy. Cohen, my favorite thing is that you were there the last day. And the last day we were all there, and we didn't know the whole time that we've been hanging out in the like communal, like the communal bungalow that the couch could pull out. And oh, Claire yeah. and I have spent like three weeks. Claire is Seth Green's wife. We would sit on this, and we're all trying to fit on this little couch. Matt comes in for one night and realizes it pulls out to like this full huge bed. To my credit of not knowing things and making me sound smart. Here's, <laughs> here's the other thing. I love I, you, and people people might like this story because it's along the lines of the, uh, Matt being an idiot story like the canoe one in Thailand. So um, Mac very graciously let me stay. You guys had two buildings apiece. You had a bedroom building and, and like a communal a, house and a living room building that had like a bathroom and a spa. So I stayed in the living room building. And I didn't want to like make any waves. I was I was a, a basically a, a stowaway for the night, right? And um, at one point in the evening, I left uh, the room uh, to like uh, do something outside, get a drink or something. And I came back, and I, I uh, locked myself out. I could not open <laughs> I could not open the doors to this hotel room. And it's like two a.m. And I didn't want to like go to the front desk because I didn't have like a key card and they didn't know who well, I they, was. They give you key cards, but they're usually like chips. So there's like a chip thing that you, that is kind of a chip hit. reader. It's hidden though. And and there's you're like, outside. So you're outside like, in the middle of the Thai <laughs> jungle, <laughs> and I don't want to wake anyone up. You're not in the lit hallway. You're in the outside jungle. <laughs> I don't want to wake anyone up. I have no proof of who I am and that I am staying in that bungalow. So I can't even go to the front desk to be like, let me in. So eventually, I found a window that was open and I like broke into the hotel room right so for the rest of the night I was trapped in there because not only was I locked out I was somehow locked in the doors were all the doors were all magnetic the doors were all magnetic right and like I thought I shorted something out so I called for room service the next day and the room service guy shows up at my front door and I go no 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 man the doors don't work you gotta come in through the window and he went he went what and I was like yeah yeah come here come in through the window so he like passed the room service through the window and he crawled in and I was like can you help me? Like, I've spent the last, like, 14 hours, like, basically a prisoner of this gorgeous hotel room. The doors are, are broken, man. And I was like, look, and I pushed on them, and I pushed on them, and they wouldn't open. And he goes, yeah. And he just pulled the door. They slide. They slide. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't trapped. This, I had, this is the danger of marijuana. Kids. I had spent a solid. <laughs> no, we were in Thailand. There was no, of course, I already gave, I already said I was smoking there. So, yeah, there was marijuana involved. This is the danger. Very gross marijuana. All right, to, to, to being stoned. To oh, being stoned, guys. Everybody, here we go. Cheers. Uh, cheers, everyone. Um, Always slide, don't push. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys became fast friends in Thailand, right? Like, like We became Jun Rummy friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They taught me how to play Jun Rummy. You didn't know before Thailand? No. You're so good at it now. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Matt. That's like one of the <laughs> biggest compliments you could Aww. give me. Yeah. I learned how to play gin rummy and I learned how to drink. <laughs> that yeah. is uh, what Thailand taught me. That is true. Before true. Thailand, you were not a drinker. No, I'd, I had like two social drinks a year, maybe if that. 
And I came back from Thailand going, oh, God, at the, after a long day, I need a drink. I'm like, oh, no, who have I become? Yeah, and it's so funny. You're welcome. Because we talk uh, about Thailand like this warlike experience. And Thailand is a gorgeous resort country. But because of how the hours. From our not, experience. Not, oh, yeah, not all of it. <laughs> but, I, oh, yeah. You were there, too. It, it's uh, it's nothing like <laughs> what you described Thailand being like. This, it was very. We, what were, I we were spoiled. spoiled. What I learned is that everything has a price. And I mean everything. Uh, yeah. So, no, we're talking nostalgia. Now let's, now that we now, now that we all know each other, let's get to nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking like first nostalgia, right? I mean, I don't know. So like, what was the first? <laughs> okay, Here, here's a good one. What's the first major acting? What's the first major acting role we all booked? I'll go first. Yeah, first nothing game. ever. You were in Clerks the animated series. No, I was in Jane's Helen Bob super groovy cartoon movie. I don't know what that is. And before that, I was in the People vs George Lucas. So watch yourself. Whoa there. there. But watch yourself. But no, Bitched when you, up. um. You guys are all kid actors, right? Do you remember you, Mac? Yours wasn't Home Alone, right? What was your first like acting gig? Oh, uh, I was in the Off Broadway play. It was called After School Special. Uh, they were uh, the stage manager lived around the corner from us, and they were looking for a kid, and they knew my family, which I was third of seven. So it was it's well, if somebody's the right age, the right gender over there. We should ask them to come in, and so. I was the right age, right gender, and next thing you know, I'm doing off-Broadway studio, like, you know, box theater kind of thing, and got good reviews, and then yada, yada, yada. Next and the thing rest you know, was history? Yeah, next thing you know, <laughs> actually, I, I was booking movies before commercials. Next thing it you know, like, page really? master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're, he's sitting right behind yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you guys look the same. No, that, uh, came, that came later. Matt yeah. Bennett, your first acting. If, for for first folks thing, who don't know who Matt Bennett is, we should say, Matt, you were on a TV show called Victorious. That's right. That's and, my big claim to fame. And, uh, and you then, were in Bridesmaids. Yes, I've done little parts in movies like Bridesmaids and Me and Earl and the Dying Girl and Stanford Prison Experiment. And I've done stuff on like Big Bang Theory, and then now you, you can you find me on Stanford? the internet. You did that one, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. They just tossed like twenty young, you know, male actors. No, because that was around for forever. And like, yeah, no, they cool. finally got they it did. made. They yeah. had, Although there I, had been three iterations of that movie. At one point, Jason Mewes was going to be in it. Yeah, they, yeah. They, I, they, wow. And Christian Stewart's long... mom was producing it because that was like fifteen what? years ago. Yeah, I they made a documentary of the process of making the movie. Yeah, because, you know, not even it's just filming. Lost in La Mancha kind of style. Right. It just took them so many different drafts and you know different casts to go through but um yeah the one Kier thing kieran was attached to that for like the like 10 I think years i actually remember hearing that yeah. i don't know what was he one supposed to be one of the main it was like guys, him, him and like emil hirsch and like it was that era like, yeah. You know, like yeah we're, we're the next school yeah yes, the next exactly. generation after that oh guys we're nostalgic now Say about the know, we're, we're, we're really getting to the nostalgia <laughs> <laughs> um and you're a musician and stuff right like, right so you can now find me on uh the bunny ears youtube Yes, that stuff will be mm -hmm. on. So yeah, basically, totally. I, I want to be the next Eric Bogosian, yes. which is just gonna <laughs> it's gonna fall on so many deaf ears. But mm. that's what I'm gearing up for. You so know, help uh, me make that a dream. Oh yeah, no, make, you, make my dream a reality. Believe rather. me, you made me moist when you say Eric Bogosian. <laughs> Nobody but, yeah, yeah. cares. So what, what, but <laughs> now, that, now that we know you're an actor, what was your first acting gig? My well, uh, the first thing I ever yeah. did. I mean, besides community theater, the first paying thing. Yeah, uh, I did a commercial for MTV. It was a PSA called "Be the Voice," and. It was like we're supposed to be reacting. They're giving a you know speech over the intercom, and I'm the kid in shop class, and I'm wearing uh, goggles, and I lift them up to reveal another pair. <laughs> I'm wearing my glasses underneath, Stop. and everybody in goggles school goggles are gone. Goggles, wait, and and also, wait, how old are you? How old are you at this point? Oh man, I must have been 14 or 15. I started I started acting professionally oh, around like 13. Really That's when I started auditioning for stuff. So that was so you're it. A double double nerd kid, and then so I'm double thing. nerd, and everybody <laughs> was just like, "Why were you wearing glasses? Why did you wear?" Or, uh, 
goggles. You could have just worn your glasses. I'm like, I don't know. Wait, kids just congratulate me. Fun of you? Yes. No. <laughs> Bullying <laughs> is a real issue. <laughs> so you, you were acting at yeah. like a little kid age, right? Um, I did my first commercial when I was five. It was a Little Caesars Pizza commercial. Mm. It was my very first like commercial audition and pizza pizza. pizza. Um, you can actually find it did online. Did you get to it's, meet him? Um, the little puppet, the puppet. Yes, <laughs> you I did. Get to meet little Caesar. I did. Um, it was funny though because I was I was like about four when the audition came along, and uh, this was my my very first audition ever. And my mom was a young mom, and we went to the audition. They brought a bunch of kids in, and all the kids came out, and I was still in there. My mom couldn't find me, and so they like brought her back because I was talking. They're like, "So does any kids like know how to read?" I'm four. I like raised my hand, and before they could even bring out sides, I started reciting the only book I knew. My grandma was a housekeeper, so she would like bring back like books or things that people left in the hotel rooms, and I knew Miss. Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Frumble's big day out. So I started reciting that, and that's how I got the commercial. And in the commercial, I did the running man. I did the running man in the commercial. That's all I did. Bangs, overalls, and the running man. So 90s. Nice. There you go, kids. Yeah. Doing the freaking running man. There you go, kids. That's your way to show business right there. That's, Darn that, straight. that's Hollywood. memorizing that's Hollywood stuff and repeating talk. it. Anything. Uh, uh, Dianetics. Uh, <laughs> the same as Bible. Mein Kampf. Just start repeating whatever Ooh. you just Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was but 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 I did like weird things during like uh, uh it was when I was doing the audition for Uncle Buck, and I was I was in the room I was only eight years old and it was John Candy and John Hughes and all that kind of in stuff in the room with you yeah you want to pick up those names was, you was, I was at final callbacks kind of thing yeah. <laughs> nice <Yeah>, kidding <laughs> nice honey but uh, uh but no apparently I don't even remember this but like I ended up going between uh, you know Candy's legs and things like that like that <laughs> like I was actually such a like I ended up standing up on the table like all that kind of like stupid stuff I yeah. was actually really really bold like it was it, when you're a kid you're more bold. Look at you. When you're, you're a kid, you're just, a kid all the way. Yeah, you're, you're more when bold. I, when I did the final callback for Victorious on Nickelodeon, uh, they asked if I would sing a song, and I did uh, Tom Jones's "It's Not Unusual." Nice, <gasps> that's amazing. And they're Love like, it. I mean, like, I guess no other kid walked in and did that one. So. Yeah, exactly. What kid likes Tom Jones? You actually brought up an yeah. interesting segue. They're doing the Candyman or something. We were talking about. It was a great video. We're talking about. Do you know the Zach Attack? Oh wait, sorry. There's a great video. There's this little boy doing some local talent show, and he has two backup dancers, and he's just like. He's given it his all, but he's just a little bit too big for what he's trying to, like, he's a little too heavy for what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. He's, he opens with The Candyman, oh. and then he does Walking on Sunshine, wow. and Pretty one great. other, and it's just, it's the Zack Attack Candyman, it's, look it up it's, on YouTube. It's JonBenet Ramsey kind of like, like... Too soon. Like, you know, like, just, you know, just like those, like, made up, and I'm doing a beauty contest. Have you ever seen uh, Justin Timberlake do a beauty contest? That video. I never saw the beauty contest <gasps> one, but some of the early Mickey Mouse Club stuff is yeah, no, no, but very predates I've seen Crimea River. He won the beauty contest. He was the only boy in it. What? He won. Wait, really? Oh, yes. No, I'm That's telling amazing. you. And like, yeah, no, and it's like he's doing exactly that. You, he's yeah. dressed up in sparkly rhinestones and the little frills, and he's singing like things like Walking on Sunshine. My like, sister you know. used to do dance classes, and there'd be like the one boy whose mom signed him up. And they would make mm-hmm. him like the Frank Sinatra kind of yes. dress yeah, guy. Of and all the girls would flock to him. And I'm like, oh, I want to be the Frank Sinatra oh, guy. Oh, I want to be <laughs> what my mom sent me to dance class. Um, that's why I did it. I never like tried to be an actor, but I was in a school play because like a girl I had a crush on was in it. And it was anything goes. And I didn't. I had one line. I had one line and it was sure is cute enough to be an angel. <laughs> no, um, do it again. Do, do, uh, no, perform uh, it. Perform uh, it. 
sure is cute enough to be an angel. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded the same. Also, they, I had a second part as a drunk man, and I brought on a prop of a water bottle, and everyone yelled at me, and they were like, don't bring that water bottle on stage tomorrow night. And I was like, fuck you, and I brought it on stage, and then I wasn't allowed to be in a play again. But you, said, fuck you brought you up to teachers. I said a lot of things to teachers. You brought and- up an interesting segue, though. <laughs> Zach Attack, right? Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, there was a very early point in my life where I went, like, who are my idols? If I could be anyone, who would I want to be? And, and and I think that's – so who was, like, the first hero of yours that you molded yourself after? Because mine was Zach Morris, by far. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not necessarily a hero, but it was, like, an image. It was Cindy Crawford coming out of her red Lamborghini. I was like, <laughs> I want to be that. I swear at to God. How, at how old? I was, like, four or five. That's I used to amazing. watch Star Search when I was younger. That's so that's actually how I got into the business in general was I used to watch Star Search all the time and do the model walk. I was, like, three or something. And I was in the mall. My mom was at a kiosk, and I was, like, doing it. And – in the middle of the mall, they were doing one of those like model searches for one of those schools that are not legit. Someone came up to my mom <laughs> and like gave her all the info. And of course, I'm like, <sighs> a couple weeks later, I was like really, really sick. And all I did was talk about this modeling school and I wouldn't take my medicine. I was like a shit of a kid. I like was a little brat. And you my. Jump in any, any red Lamborghini. Anybody's got a red Lamborghini, up. I'm jumping in. You're jumping in. <laughs> With my like wife beater and like 90s jeans. Um, I My mom was like, okay, fine. If you take your medicine, we'll like take you to this acting school. So I took my medicine and my mom was like, she's a kid and I never shut up about it. So my grandparents took all the money out of their savings to take me into this school. Oh, wow. And that's actually how I got started in this business. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, so you got into this business because your Cindy mom Crawford. didn't believe in yep. you. Yep, darn <laughs> straight. Thanks, mom. And Cindy, Craw- Love and Cindy Crawford. And Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Do you, and do your mom not Sometimes believe. that's good. You have to like prove to your parents that makes you work a little bit harder. If the parents are just kind of you know acquiescing and letting you oh, do yeah. whatever you my, want, this one hustle. My, like, this is her. Yeah, no, my parents were my parents were young didn't, parents. Like, run lines with no, her no, my parents have never run lines with me. I was cool. a kid that was at my door with like my portfolio and all that ready to go. It was my after school activity. Like if I was bad, like kids were getting toys to go to auditions. No, no. No, my auditions were my rewards yes. because I was like that kid. I was <laughs> yeah. like obsessive. Yeah, yeah, I was the opposite. The end, yeah, right? I was yeah. insane. Um, it's amazing. I know. Okay, so heroes, heroes. Yeah, Matt, heroes. Matt, who do you who do you got? So uh, the Red Power Ranger, Jason. The That's Ranger. Ranger. Oh, yeah. the coolest. Oh, Jason Austin David St. John. Well, Austin Jay- St. John. Austin St. John, yes. Jake John? No, Austin, Austin St. John. John. Oh, that's, that's the, the actor's, actor's name. No. Yeah. They're, yeah. Big, they're big into Power Rangers. John? Yeah. yeah. Austin St. John. I thought of I, that's, that's a porn That's star a porn name. If I, yeah, yes. Right? If you've ever heard Saint one. John. Yeah. Yeah. Austin St. John. Austin St. Austin is a little more porn. He sounds like Jason, a 90s indie actor. Right? No, Jason I mean, David Frank guess, was the Green Ranger. No, <laughs> Jason David. It's always the threes. Yes. You guys haven't seen You guys haven't seen Desolation Mountain with Austin St. John and Norman Reedus? That sounds like a movie. No, I'm making it up. Oh, okay. But see? Yeah. But see? I was like, yeah. is exactly. this like early Norman Reedus? Exactly, yeah, yeah. That's bizarre. Uh, Mac, did you have any, like, who is the coolest guy in the world? Who did you want to be? Uh, I don't know. Lino? From, from Thundercats? <gasps> from the Lion-O. Thundercats? Like, yeah, yeah, he was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Kermit? <laughs> All, any, any humans Kermit. you aspired after? No. Like, because other than Zach Morris, then I remember distinctly when the movie The Faculty came out and Josh Hartnett's character, Zeke, I was like, that's me. I'm like cool, handsome drug oh, guy. Okay, you know, I want to be like shady mystery I, drug guy. I liked Bender from uh, uh, Futurama. No, no, Bender oh, from, from fucking uh, Breakfast, uh, Breakfast Club. Club. Yeah, Is that yeah. Judd, Judd Hirsch's character? Judd, Judd Nelson. Judd, Nelson. Judd Hirsch is the old Jew from. from <laughs> I was like, what? He was already from an old taxi. Jew in Taxi. Yeah. taxi. <laughs> <laughs> My big hero was Judd Hirsch. I thought he was the coolest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
um, Judd Nelson. Yeah, yeah, with like the leather jacket and the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sit red, on it. I've never seen that movie. The whole works. <gasps> never seen. He was singing misfit songs in the hallway, like loves. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, yeah. We did and a Ferris, whole breakfast club parody episode of Victoria's. What character were you, Ali Sheedy? No, I was uh, <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Matt cool. Bennett, good way. Matt Bennett, <laughs> Matt, Matt Bennett wears the distinction uh, so of being I'm, I'm, the screech on his show. Uh, almost, they did give me uh, oh, a Sinjin. romantic love oh, angle. Wait, did you stab somebody in a bar? <laughs> do, you, do you do porn? Yeah, yes, guys. Yes, and yes, he claims that that was a stunt dick. <laughs> That's great. That is Dustin Diamond's official line on the porn is that like, yeah, that's me. And then when you see a dick, it's not my dick. Did they use, oh, did they use that as the so blurb cute. on the, on on the, the DVD cover. cover? This is not my on dick. On the VHS. <laughs> yeah. um, Way to tweet, bro. Way to tweet. So so who was did, who was your like go-to like cool? Like, did you have any other ones? My go-to cool? Yeah. You like Elvis Costello and weird shit like that? When I was a kid? I, mean, like, I love it. I love Elvis Costello. Yeah. Now, I think I got into him middle school or high school. I mean, Lou Reed, when I, you know, I hit middle school, and that's who I wanted to be really bad. You're so cool, Matt Bennett. I know, right? When you so hit, Yeah, cool. but you never moved to New York, and, you know, I, I'm yeah. from New York. From New York. Uh, yeah, I'm but from I mean, the island. But, oh, I'm talking about Manhattan. I know, but then at And at then, like, yeah, turn, turn to smack, and the whole works. Like, yeah, you're, you know, yeah. Like smack Collie Culkin. Thank you. Um, <laughs> at, thank you. At 17, I got the opportunity to move to Los Angeles, so I'm like, all right, I'll go oh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah, no, and, listen, no, I... I my tone might have betrayed me. I'm not like I'm. I am not uh, criticizing you. Kind of just like yeah. It's kind of just like it's also not dangerous anymore. Well, yeah. It's the difference between like listening to Lou Reed and like mm-hmm. living Lou Reed. You right. Know, like, yeah, exactly. I would go down to Union Square. And instead of, you know, copping drugs or whatever, I would go to the Virgin Megastore. Like, that was the kind of experience exactly, yeah. that I had. And it's awesome. a sign of the times, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> another, another random anymore. fucking segue, because we, we kind of brought it up earlier, but we're talking of firsts, and we're all, I think we're all well-read here. Who, what was the first book or, like, real, like, adult book that you yeah. ever read that re- you really connected with? Mm-hmm. Because there's that transition from like the kid books they give you in school to like, oh, I like reading now. All of a sudden, I mean, now I'm in high school again. Well, I've always loved reading, so I've always read as a kid. Always like my from this Mr. Frumble's Big Day Out um, to like I never stopped reading. But I think the first book that I read that really like changed my like outlook on life was like the diary of Anne Frank when I was like I 11 no I'm being serious you know what I mean too uh, always too soon but genuinely I think that was like my first like adult read that I was like okay wait we said too soon right yeah always oh, yeah, too soon yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then a, I got to like Edgar Allan Poe and stuff like that and then East of Eden is one of my favorites and I also love Jane Eyre Steinbeck Thomas Hardy. Yeah. Howard's End. Howard's End, yeah. What about you? Classics, uh, I love classics. Colkin, when, were you, when did you become a reader? Um, everybody poops. <laughs> uh, that's always a good mm-hmm. start. Uh, Would you like, like read on set and shit as a kid? Like, no, not really. I was I was busy reading and doing other things. Like, you, know, you were other too kind busy of reading. reading to read? Yes. Okay, fair no, enough. No, to be honest. Like, yeah. Yes, no, exactly. Reading scripts and My stuff. favorite yes. books are scripts. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Your favorite book is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, to me, I was too busy, like, working, like, you know, uh, except for, like, having to do the things that I had to do for, like, book reports. So when did you get into, uh, like, um, Salinger and Hemingway and shit like that? I was going to say, like, it, probably, like, Nine Stories and Catcher in the Rhine. Like, that's really, like, that's kind of... As a teenager? Yes, yeah. Required reading or did you like find it on a uh, it was at required the reading, but also like I was hooked after a page or two yeah. kind of thing. What but about, also yeah. you haven't finished Catcher of the Rye, so I don't know who Catcher of the Rye, so I'm not sure if you Wait, that you've counts. Never finished I've Catcher. never I've never okay, here's <laughs> he's, he's saving that shit. last page for his deathbed. No, 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 Brenda no. giving up exactly. the secret. Crazy secret. No, it's not a secret. It's okay, it's I've I've read I've read all of Catcher in the Rye, like 
20, 30 times except in my life, for, except for the last chapter. Is that true? Once, wow. I, once I read the last chapter, it's done. I've it's finished true. the book. Wow. And I'm not done with the book yet. Spoiler alert. Right. So, he doesn't fucking do anything. It's the most boring book so ever. there you go. <gasps> no, yeah, I disagree. Oh, it's, we've it's talked about this. Here's Listen, I already stylish. know what happens. Here's I my, still haven't read it. Here's my cliff notes for the one time they forced me to read Catcher in the Rye. There's like a kid. He's like an asshole. He runs away from home. He meets a hooker. He doesn't fuck her. And he drinks. He gets beat up. Catcher in the Rye. No, there's and a guy who talks about where the ducks go. Oh, cool. <laughs> Someone must say Catcher in the Rye. Some guy says like, I'm just a Catcher in the Rye. I remember that. And he meets up with Phoebe. Yeah, I'm spacing on his roommate's name, but I've always Holden loved Caulfield. Hold- no, like Holden Caulfield's both, roommate. We both said that. Banksy McNeil. <laughs> I can't roommate, remember. I can't remember. Holden Caulfield's roommate That's a chasing is Amy. Banksy? That's a chasing Amy thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Nine Stories also. Like, and okay. same yeah. thing with the Reese of the Roof Beams. Like, same, like, I'm a Salinger what's, sucker. What's yours, Bones? My favorite book as a kid, I, I think it's Oh, yeah, a, I call them Bones Warren. classic book for kids to read. It's extremely subversive. It's it's rare for a book to break the fourth wall, especially as like a children's book. But yeah. there's a monster at the end of this book, the Sesame Street, the Grover. Ooh, I don't know that one. And no, then no, no, it's subversive. It's so because he's just like, don't read this book, kids. There's a monster at the end. Don't go any further. This that's is so scary. Cute. Stop oh, reading. Awesome. Stop reading this book. And then he gets again. He goes, oh, I'm the monster at the end of this book. Oh, oh I'm the good monster. I and that. I remember so my parents. We still have the copy. That's where Shyamalan got his ideas from. My parents posted a photo of. There's a mirror. And Grover's looking at it. They posted a picture of me in the mirror so I could read it and be like, oh, I'm the monster too. Oh. That's so cute. So that was my favorite book as a kid. Loves. And then what was your first adult? when I was 10, um, I, I wanted to, I wanted scary stuff in my life, but I didn't want to see scary movies. Same. So my dad was like, maybe we get you started in science fiction. And he got me Fahrenheit 451. Cool. And that yeah, was the first cool. book. And I was like, wait, the government can't be trusted? How old were you? Uh, Ten. That's awesome. I was like, oh, Ooh, wow, that's, wow, that's young. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's a little early. And yeah, then I started yeah. reading whatever, so that was 2001. I started reading whatever tie-ins were happening to the movies around me. So I read Fellowship of the Rings and I read The Hobbit <gasps> and then I also read A Beautiful Mind because it won Best Picture that year. <laughs> and I brought it to school and it's like this brick of a book. That's amazing. About, yeah. And like, uh, it's a great book. John, yeah, John Nash had like homosexual relationships yeah. with men. Like he, like he was come on to people in his college mm-hmm. and I remember reading that and I'm like that was you know when so I first under, my, I started getting thing, a world view and this, from this this will sound braggy and gross but again you, we can post it I will post a picture of my high school report card to show you that I failed literally every class every quarter and everyone here can agree to seeing that report card so like yeah. I by no means blazed any trails in school but when I, mean, I was you blazed a different kind of trail when I was in second grade <laughs> there, when I was in second grade they were like hey read whatever book you want and do a book report on it and so I went to my parents shelf and I took The Firm by John Grisham when I was like seven stop and I read it all by myself and I wrote a book report and the school called my parents in and they were like what is happening and they were like he read The Firm and they were like oh so let's put him in every gifted program we have because he's obviously a reader so at the age of eight they were just like read whatever the fuck you want and my mom was basically only into Stephen King and Anne Rice. Mm-hmm. So at like oh, eight years this. old, I read The Witching Hour and <gasps> on page 15, there's a blowjob. And there was a moment of like, oh, I guess... Book report. Nice. We're in, buddy. Bumps? Yeah, we're in. <laughs> that, there was just a moment of like, Low oh shit, <laughs> I am no longer a little kid and I am just reading whatever exists on the planet. So mm-hmm. I was already reading like Dostoevsky and shit when I was like 12 I did and the stuff. same thing. Yeah. I remember we had a drop everything and read day. I and never I brought... read the books they assigned in class because I was always reading harder books yeah. on my own. I read Drawing of the Three and there's that scene where Odetta's like stomping on the plate yeah. and like getting off sexually. Dark Tower, yeah, yeah. I remember sitting there sixth grade and just being like, 
everybody oh. else is reading Harry Potter, and I'm having like an early sexual experience reading this book. Yeah, see, guys, my dad's a second <laughs> like grade school teacher like, uh, who like okay. really monitored what I was reading, like the Babysitters Club and Nancy Drew, the Hardy Boys, <laughs> and the Boxcar Children until I was like ten. Until like my mom used to hate taking me to like she'd take me to Toys R Us, and I'd go to the book session. I was like that kid. I was such a nerd. I brought such books. a nerd. I, one of the biggest complaints of my whole parents' life was every time we went out to eat at a restaurant, I would bring a book with me. I wasn't allowed yeah, a book I did life. The same thing. Because I, I wasn't allowed to book like so I'd stay up at I night. Because yeah. Well, yeah, I would I would stay up and read. Like that's the bad thing I did as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you still do it. I know. Shut up. Uh, first thing, you always <laughs> read. How about this first rated R movie you guys ever saw? Oh yeah. <gasps> Mine is, I snuck and watched it in the living room. My parents were watching uh, The Nightmare on Elm Street. That is the like first scary movie I ever saw or like R-rated movie is The Nightmare on Elm Street. And Freddy Krueger still gives me nightmare to this day. It's so bloody. So the bloody. bed scene. I mean, bloody. early Johnny Depp. So mine, uh, have, I don't know if, I, maybe I have told this on the show. I don't know if I have, but uh, I was not allowed to watch rated R movies for some reason. My parents like are stoners, so they didn't, there's no like plan to having parents in general but they would like very arbitrarily be like, mm, you could do all of this shit, but you can't do that. Like I had a bedtime weirdly late and then no curfew whatsoever. I went from like a nine o'clock bedtime to stay out of the, you know Take what I mean? care of yourself, kid. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, I went from never being allowed to watch a radar movie. I wandered in their bedroom one night while they were watching a, uh, a, a, a few good gentlemen. What's the movie? <laughs> a few good men. A few good men. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, he's not freaking out or anything. He can handle this. Matt, do you want to see a rated R movie tomorrow? And the rated R movie in theaters I saw that was day. Was Fatal Attraction. <laughs> was Mr. McAlackley Cluckland's The Good Son. Was my first rated R movie. Really? That's rated R ever, I ever wow. saw in theaters. Yeah. And I loved it so much that the next day they were like, let's go. And we saw Demolition Man. So I, I saw two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, so awesome. The Good Son was my first rated horror movie ever. I, I, you're welcome. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go for if it. If I let you go, you think you can fly. I remember I got really excited. I loved comedy. I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to see every comedy. I wanted to know everything about it. And I saw the trailer for Detroit Rock City. And I swore to myself, I was oh like, this goodness. is a comedy. I, I have you, to Matt. see it. You were born in 2001, I, right? I was born in 2001. Oh, okay, and I said, cool. I got to see this movie. <laughs> and then it ended up being the first R-rated movie I ever saw was not Detroit Rock City. It was The Matrix. Okay. And I sat Ooh. down and I, I watched it with my mom and she would pause it every 10 minutes and go, so do you understand what's happening? <laughs> I love that. And I, had to be, and I had to be like, yeah, but it's also so confusing the first time you yeah. watch it. And also, no, it's, mom, so I'm explain like, it to yes, me. Yes, but no. Like, I get that we're watching this movie. I get it's real, not real life. The guns aren't real. It's a computer program, but like, no, I don't get the rest. But I, it became my favorite movie. Yeah, no, time. my One dad still, I'm like, I'm about to be 30. My dad still like, will like fast forward or like get uncomfortable if there's like a makeout scene or like gun, too much violence. My dad will still like look around to make sure that me and okay? my brothers yeah I exactly. cover my sister's eyes if my, uh, uh, <laughs> my parents once came to visit and, 22. and True Blood had just premiered and I was like hey let's try this new show and I watched like the first three episodes of True Blood with my parents which are just like not okay vampire blowjobs and stuff yeah. Mac what cool. was your first rated R movie and uh, were you censored as a kid were no you, you weren't you were allowed to do whatever no I mean yeah. pretty so much by, by the time we were born it came out of my parents room <laughs> you were on your own they were kind of like yeah yeah okay there's like a million of us so it's like okay cool raise yourself go kid. talk to the other ones they'll uh, tell you what to do the first scary quote-unquote movie that i watched was exorcist okay yeah, Ooh, I, was, yeah. I was probably about five well, that's a good different six. question so yeah i was like five yeah. or six and were you yeah. able to handle it yeah i always knew that's like that's you the new movies i knew what a movie was i yeah. knew that this was fake like you know like yeah i get drawn into the story but at the same time i knew that like yeah like 
Like Linda Blair was not actually a demon. Were you ever able to like enjoy movies as a little kid and like the kind of wide eyed like the first time little kids see Wizard of Oz? Or no, like... not when I was a kid. When I was an adult and I got drunk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys. Speaking of first, what was like? Um, speaking of like scary movies as well, like the first like scary entity or monster that your parents would, like use against you. Like mine was Annie from No, no. But you know what I mean. Almost use against I'm, you. I'm, I'm, well, like, yeah. it's scary to do things. Like mine was Medusa and Annie. Medusa. Yeah, Medusa. Mom because would say, take I, out the so if you don't brush your teeth, well, like, Medusa's gonna, gonna come get, get you. you. And Annie from um uh it was uh Kathy Bates. Annie from what is from Misery? Oh, from Misery. Because I used to be terrified of her because I snuck and of course watched it as well and I started hobbling James Conn. Yeah. So my parents would use Annie and Medusa to like scare me. I don't mean to <laughs> do are, stuff. I don't mean to They'd th- be like, oh, they're gonna come get you when yeah, I was like, bad. Hey Mac, you better know your lines or otherwise I'm gonna I'm gonna hobble I don't mean to throw your parents under the bus, but they never traumatically held yeah. me psychologically they did. hostage <gasps> they with the threat did. of a veiled monster. Levy parents. I mean, oh, people, people talk about like boogeyman I got in your one. bed yeah, or whatever. Saying. I, I was like, Medusa and Annie. Here's the equivalent. Here's Annie. Here is my equivalent. Legit. Here is the way my parents would keep me in line. Their monster was they kept a pamph- they kept a brochure for a boarding school in our kitchen. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Honestly, I'm trying to that's figure out which even, one's more fucked up. LaSalle Academy in New York. I can still remember the name. They had like... And they would be like, we talked to them today. Like, they can get you in next week. Like, for a good, <laughs> my entire teenage years, I was always threatened with being sent to a boarding school. Yeah. Just you, though, not Nick. And they would always go, <laughs> well, not my little brother, Nick. Of course not. He was great. His high school, um, his, high, his college entry essay was called Hurricane Matt. And it was about the destructive quality I had on his life. Um, stop it, guys. Did he so, get in? No, yeah, he went to Miami. Yeah, what, there you what go. What the fuck <laughs> good is he doing for him now? I know. Um, but uh, but I, I distinctly remember like uh, and they would they would always go and look if we send you it's a, they were they were such like good Jewish fucking spoiling parents that even when they would threaten me with the boarding school they go yeah but it's a really fancy nice boarding school it's like the most expensive one but we're still gonna make you go. So uh, yeah, that was that was my my, and here my by the grace of, here by the grace of God go you. Little did they know I didn't go to any fucking schools. <laughs> Show that report card. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, what, what, you, what, what were you scared of? Your parents. What were they? I, I can't see traumatizing. I can't see Fred. I can't see Fred Bennett traumatizing you. Yeah. Oh God. What was that scary a movie you saw or something? First, I mean, there was so much stuff I was scared of. He's still he's still scared of a lot of stuff. Yeah, like the yeah, oh, like, like blank, your first though. day of school or something like that. Like you know, yeah. I That's mean, a like, good question. I got my first scary movie, so it was Scream. I was terrified of scary movies, and all the kids my age were seeing them. And I mean, like straight up, like horror movies, because I was traumatized by uh, Chucky as a child. So, uh, oh yeah, we're the same age. So my my big Chucky. my my first like, all right, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna brave my way through this with Scream. And after like the first ten minutes, I was laughing and I got it, and I loved scary movies, mm-hmm. you know. I was very afraid of the opening of Nightmare Before Christmas when it was Halloween, <laughs> and I had to put it away. What? You were amazing, Matt what? Bennett. I was very afraid of it because it was Halloween and too spooky for Halloween me. Halloween scared you? Three spooky five me. That's one step better than too spooky for me. <laughs> um, and I put it on the shelf. I also like. There's a lot of things that I, I put away for later and then came back to. 
Um, I was afraid of like the dark of a movie theater. <laughs> I remember oh, I cried. Wow. <laughs> my parents were bringing me in to see Lion King and we, like we were just about to miss it. So the theater was already dark and my mom was like pushing me into a dark room where I couldn't see anything. Dark room with strange, and I go, a room full of strangers and, 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 and strange. Are you like, the only child? Down. No, I have a younger sister. Okay. But strange that, and was, seats and strangers. Well, that's actually yeah. a good segue. A I was afraid of, of Dracula. And also at Blockbuster, there was one movie where it was like, the it was about a dentist and he would make your Dr. teeth. Dr. Giggles. He'd make your teeth like uh, Doc- nails or something. Dr. Giggles. Or is candy- that what it is? Dr. Giggles or Candyman. And that it scared me. The only like Candyman teeth, scared teeth really me. Yeah. Movies. I still won't go into the mirror in a dark and say Candyman five times. I'll do it right now. I, I thought it was three I'll times. I'll do it three on my times. phone. Whatever it is. I'll say it five stop. times. I don't give a fuck. Stop. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Biggie what Smalls. was yours? What was Dolph yours? Ziggler. You're, you're Dolph like Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Really? I said The Exorcist. But that brought up an interesting thing. Childhood fears in general. So like I used to be terrified of highways. Because I thought they were like up, I thought they were elevated, really? and that we would fa- we could fall uh, off of high. them. You took the high part literally. Yes. Yeah. So I, in my mind, like I had a lot of those as a kid, where like I would, and every kid has that. But until the age of like fifteen, I thought a, a, a baby shower was when a bunch of women got together in like a communal gym style shower, and they showered in baby's blood or something. No, no, no. They just showered <laughs> and like talked to each other, and that my, would be so much more interesting. And in my mind, the stall, the stall yeah, right? stopped at <laughs> their nice, shoulders. Yeah. It's like a spa. Let's, yes, it's like a baby shower after That's this. That's what I thought a baby shower was, like a spa day for women. Like a spritz. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little baby spritz. women's spritz. And- <laughs> uh, but I was afraid of highways. I was afraid of bridges. Yeah. I used to have, we used to have to cross. Yeah, I'm from up north. We used to have to cross the Golden Gate Bridge. It's scary, but. To go into Manhattan, we'd, my, like my parents would leave us with a babysitter and they'd go to Manhattan for the night. And I would stay up the entire night at the window, like terrified because they were crossing a bridge. And I knew they were going to drive off and die. Like that was where I went as a kid. Oh, I was real dark. Hey, Matt. Yeah. What's your feeling on food? Right now in the middle of the podcast? Well, no, just in general. Should we not offer it to our friends? Um, In general, I am for it, I guess. Y- you're pro-food? Yeah, it's just pretty tough sometimes to figure out what I want to eat, though. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't really know what to do. I mean, I'm kind of hungry right now. Should we just kind of like get on an app or something like that and order some food? Wait or- a minute. What? Wait what? a minute. I do what? know what to do. You have a eureka moment on your face. I just realized. What? HelloFresh. What? HelloFresh, What's HelloFresh again? HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery system that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy, buddy boy. No work for you. No. So I, I just have to sit here and watch you cook? Well, pre-made cut food for us? Not not just pre-made and cut. Here, man. There's no, no, no. Give it to me. There's give it to me. I'm going to give you the straight talk right now. Yeah, straight you up. You can choose from three plans. Okay, you got classic veggie and family. Each box is delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging and made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. Plus, with the simple what? recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards, you can feel confident in your cooking. You're not going to mess up. There's even lots of one-pot recipes that require minimal cleanup. Look, you can spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love, like listening to bunny ears or you know, building shrines to Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah, shrines thing. to my legs and, you know, yeah, and, uh, you know, a, a statue of my hairdo. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. Anything uh, that gives them more time to do that, we're for, right? So what you're trying to say is you want to build a shrine to my legs and cook some food for me. Exactly, man, from HelloFresh. HelloFresh. And, and here's the thing, right? Uh, we all love HelloFresh, and me and Mac have actually received from HelloFresh meals in the mail. And you're not – you cook your soup? 
Yes, You're I'm a, a soup, soup guy. I I love to make a creme brulee. I, I love to cook in general, and I I love the HelloFresh, man. Honestly, I've actually used their stuff, and I actually used it for what they tell me to do. And also, <laughs> also, I use it for what they don't tell me to do. You do whatever you want. Yeah. Hey, once you buy the food, it's yours, guys. I, I, exactly. I'll, I'll use the sun-dried tomatoes for soup. HelloFresh <laughs> yeah. does not say you need to follow those instructions, but if you do, you're going to wind up with like awesome. Yes. And they even like in the card they send you, they even give you hints on how to plate it. That's a big thing I found with food, right? People they, can cook they, they want to help you make it look pretty too for Eat. your date. And I'll be honest, I don't have dates, but I like to. I want to make it look pretty for me. Yeah. I, and the, you know, if you do HelloFresh like I do, and you get it for two people at a time, which is their <laughs> only option, uh, you're having a lot of invisible dates, or you're eating food the next day, or you're which eating is great. for two, that, which is what I literally do a <laughs> yeah, lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we love you, HelloFresh, and and more. And HelloFresh loves you. For thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com. And enter the code BUNNY30. Uh, how do you spell that? B-U-N-N-Y 30. That's HelloFresh.com. Offer code BUNNY30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. And 30 is just the three and the zero, right? Yeah, like numerically. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Totally if do it. If you want food. All right. And you'll pay people money for that food and they'll send it to you. Matt. This is the thing to do. Matt. Mac. Cook for me. I'm on it, buddy. <laughs> Let's do this. We should probably finish this podcket first. Sorry, Brenda and Matt. We'll... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah. Matt. We apologize. No, this cook for little... me now. Tangent. Yes, no. This is okay. a little tangent we went on. Yes. What's that, Matt Bennett? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Were you afraid of being kidnapped? No. No? No, I mean, actually, we had threats for that kind of stuff, and I had security guys and that kind of stuff, but even then, whatever. I don't honestly, but no, even like a boogeyman under the bed or like just a random like Have you thing. not told me? I was me, actually pretty fearless. Have you not to told honest. me on this show and or in confidence that you were afraid of Joe Pesci? No. I thought you were afraid of Joe Pesci. No, he bit me. Oh, that's what it is. He bit you. <laughs> yeah, he and left a scar. Yeah, yeah, I have a scar on my finger. Yeah, I actually held the microphone up to it. <laughs> <laughs> if scars can talk. That's his Pesci scar, man. It's a little white dot right there. Ooh la la. It's like going to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Take your picture with it. Take your picture with it. Oh, so you weren't. I'd be afraid, yeah. of, I'd be afraid yeah. of Joe Pesci that's if he Joe bit Pesci me and left a scar. I think my only fear as a child was disappointing my parents. But no, good souvenir. That's yeah. very, very stereotypical of you, Brenda. You made it out of your youth unscathed, except for one Joe yeah. Pesci's. Honestly, I love it. It's like a tattoo, but like, but a tooth mark. Okay, what about a uh, first kiss? That's yeah. Mac wrote that down as a suggestion. Do you, do you guys remember? I got a really boring answer. I don't know. Oh, Aww. you don't know your I first don't kiss? Know. It was in camp, and it was in like a like a truth or dare. Or like, so you do know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the person's name or what they looked like. Okay, or but you know the scenario. Oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely in camp and like in like a spin the bottle or truth or dare thing. But I don't remember who that person was or anything. Yeah. Well, what, what color was her hair? Not a clue. Really? The color of I was like twelve peaches. years old or thirteen. I don't remember from that. I don't remember fucking last week, y'all. I feel like I was pretty late having my first kiss. I had my first kiss. I was sixteen, and I had it on set. Um, and the, on camera, on camera, your first kiss. My in very the first world kiss. We worked on a sitcom, so like all week we'd rehearse and we just like fake the kiss, and I'd be so nervous. This is was, the boat show. No, no, no. It was it was the actual just sweet life. I was sixteen, oh. and it was like for the masquerade episode, and I was so nervous. And the guy was older, and so it was like he didn't know it was my first kiss. And leading up to, it, I had like pie, I had just gotten pied in the face. I was so nervous, like shaking <laughs> you know, nervous. Kids TV. Go- I love that you said you yeah. just got pied in the I face. I got pied in the face. I had like, my yeah, first of course. kiss. Yeah, yeah. I know, but it was so cute because they like closed the set and everything because they knew how nervous I was. I was a late bloomer, guys. I had my first kiss. I was sixteen, and, and it was got, on camera. And you camera. got paid to have that's it. Not, that's not a bad age. No. You got paid. I don't think to I was have your first kiss. I was younger, but not by much. Oh, really? Who yeah. was your first kiss, Matt? Yeah. Oh, 
last name redacted, but her first name was Alyssa. And Milano? Yeah. How'd you guys Woo. know? Hi, and we were at our friend's house, and she had... <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> she had kissed somebody else, and I was sitting there, I was like, well, I wish that I could get kissed. And so she kissed me, too. You were like, if you're oh, kissing people, just what kiss is high, This was middle school, man. I tell you, we were wild. We were loose and wild. Yeah, look at um, you guys. Maybe it was ninth grade. Ooh, I Alyssa. Don't know. Ooh, Alyssa. Whatever happened to her? You still, don't, still kissing all the boys? You don't want to know. <laughs> still, still kissing all the boys. What was your first kiss? Yeah, what was your first kiss, Colk? Uh, um, well, first, like, like time I was kissed, I was, I was in first grade, actually. <gasps> we were, like, matching to groups of four. We're doing math. And this girl, actually, not the actress, but her name was Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. It was actually Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. And uh, I got the answer right. And she just turned to me. She oh, my God, you got it right. And then she just, like, kissed me on the mouth. Like, kind of thing, and I made a face, and she was like, "I'm sorry." Oh, you so grimaced to me. Why well, didn't grimace? I was more of like, oh, kind of thing. Like, yeah. she took the. She How took dare the, you take my first kiss away from me? No, I mean, she took the words <laughs> no, right out Katie, of me. Also you, Katy like, Perry. No, it's like that's what you do in like movies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a lot. And you go, no, 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 it's fine. You take my breath away yeah, yeah exactly that's good. right that's yeah. romantic Whoa, yeah, there, yeah, yeah yeah the only thing i was like six years old and it was first grade you know, that's yeah. really cute yeah. it was so, 10 years behind you yeah so there was that and then actually my next next kiss after yeah. that was uh on the set of my girl we really Anna Klumsky? with the yeah, bees yeah. Nice. with the bees and well not with what <laughs> not with the bees i've never seen the were movie but kiss? i did write it were into there actual monologue. bees on that set yes there was like a bee wrangler Cheers. Were they D like no? They, they can't be D stung because then they would die. How did they stop you from getting stung by a billion bees? They told me to run away. Did you get stung by any? Only one. You did really? Oh, oh I'm but allergic they, to they, bees. They, they released like hundreds of bees on me. That was the thing. Are you yeah. allergic to beasties, Brenda? I am. I'll how'd, swallow. How'd you find out? You found out the wrong way, right? Yeah, we're, we're doing scarred, fir- we're doing first, right? So it. first bee sting. First bee sting. Oh, I was po- <laughs> probably like in my mom's rose garden or something. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I remember you know, first animal first attack. First bee sting, guys. First <laughs> animal attack? For, oh, it could be a bee. First animal attack. So my first memorable one, when I was like three years old, there was a bunny that my neighbor had, and I went to pet it, and it bit my finger. Oh. And I, I, I think his name was We've bunny come full Foo-foo. circle. Yeah, I know. I have, I have a funny rabbit biting story. Okay. So after I got married, uh, uh, we actually oh. got, we got a nice suite at, like, the, at the Waldorf Astoria and all that stuff. And we lived there for like two weeks. All guests of Bunny Airs are put up at the beautiful Waldo the Waldo Astoria, Astoria Hotel on their own dime if they desire. Ex- most exciting New York experience. Um, and so uh, what I did was, because we were from New York, so it wasn't like an exotic vacation, but I filled it up with rabbits. So our suite was just full of just rabbits. I mean, it, you Love know. Bunnies, uh, no bunnies. Yeah, about four, four bunnies okay. that we had. Uh, the maids freaking like loved it, I'm sure. And so at one, one, at one point, the bunny, the bunny, uh, uh, I, uh, my uh, the little bunny was being held up by my wife and my wife, my wife, uh, my, my new bride. And uh, she was holding her up like a baby up to her breast. And then all of a sudden, the fucker it latched on. Just bitter. Didn't latch on. On the but, boob? But bitter, like a little above the, like I'd say about two inches above the nip. But on the teat, uh, 
she had a scar for the rest of her life. No like, way. Yeah, yeah, she still has like because they have those incisors. Like they're yeah. not fangs. They're in, so it's a long ways, kind of like boom. It's like a tattoo, a little bunny, <laughs> a, a honeymoon bunny tattoo that she has on her teat from now on. I can't wait till I get married. Matt, have you ever been uh, attacked? <laughs> so I can scar my lady, <laughs> rabbit style. By an animal? I have. Well, kind of. It wasn't an attack, but it felt like one. Um, I was. I already love this story. I was Go a on. child, as many of us once were, and it's, it was one of those things where we were leaving, we were driving home, and it was like a twenty or thirty minute drive. And halfway through, I go, I have to go to the bathroom now. So you know, the only it was nighttime. The only thing open was a bar on. Oh God, it wasn't Sunset. I know, was this, I know this. Yes, story. I know this story. It's called the Scuttlebutt well. Tavern. I'm from Massapequa. Long Island, New York. Shout out. And um, All my American dad, you know, burger. swerves over and pushes me in. And this is in my brain. I know this is not true, but I remember there being can-can mm-hmm. dancers. This is my <laughs> like there were women up on bars doing the can-can. This is my first impression of a bar. And my dad goes to the bartender and goes, bathroom, and points to me. And he starts pointing towards the back. And I, you know, keep in mind, I am, the, you know, the size of With like a, a human waist. Knee high exactly. to a grasshopper. So my dad is like pushing me. He's pushing me towards the dark. Of this, like, where the bathroom was. All would of be. your stories involve it's, your parents pushing you into dark rooms. What was the other one? The movie the theater. The movie theater. Like, yes. Okay, exactly. So my father's <laughs> pushing me and he's propelling Thank me you forward. For you know, Brenda. bathroom now, we got to get home. And through the abyss, I see two eyes just blink on and they start walking towards me in a slow, lumbering pace, like one footprint, one. Like that. Was it and a bloodhound comes out of the darkness what? and just licks me up the side of my face. And it was the most scarring experience. Matt Bennett just, doesn't love dogs. I'm a cat person. I don't I now I have so many friends with dogs that now I've learned how to adapt and deal to, with them. Yeah, to- deal tolerate. with them. But I was just afraid of dogs for so long. Yeah. That and there was a um a bulldog. What is that? Oh, you just did like a movement. Yeah, okay. I got excited. There, I thought of it. I thought of another subject. Yeah, it was like cha-ching. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I said, there's a bulldog in my home with cha-ching. Yeah, you got cha-ching. I love bulldog stories. Uh, and the bulldog, my cousin was petting it, and he slobbered all over her arm, and I thought it was rabies. Those are my two early dog experiences. So, yeah, that. Brenda, do you have any animal Dog attacks? attacks. Um, the one that I think was the most scarring for me as a child was this photographer that I was like shooting with. She has a really big dog named Bear. And my mom still tells a story because I like went to sit in her living room and the dog gets on hind legs and like jumps at me because he's excited and wants to lick me. And they turn over to like and just curled up in a ball and this dog is on my back and I'm crying and screaming. And my mom is standing there just laughing at me. She can't <laughs> stop laughing. I, I make my mom sound like such a terrible mother. My mom is absolutely wonderful. But that is my first, and I was scared of dogs for a really long time because of that, because of bear on my back. Now is my cha-ching, interesting reverse, first pet. Boom. That's why I cha-ching, because I thought it was segue. I can't answer that because it's part of all my security questions. Every password. Really? You don't have to first say pet? its name. Well, oh, yeah, the first pet. Describe the type of animal. You'll be able to get into all my stuff. A fish. Yeah, me too. Mine was an iguana. Mag? Oh, I was given a hamster. Actually, when I was doing my second movie, it was Lucas Haas, you know, the, the actor. Lucas, Lucas Haas. Haas. From Independence Day fame? No, no, Mars Attacks fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right, yes. never mind. He's but, uh, I knew, what I, you knew what I meant, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the Pussy Posse kind of thing. Is he the Pussy Posse? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, Shout but, out to uh, the Pussy Posse. How, how did we get to the Pussy Posse? Podcasting, bro. That's how they got in. Yeah, 1987, we did a movie together, and he had to go back to L.A., and so he gave the younger kid on the movie his hamster, and his name was Mike. So I, have a, I had a hamster, had a hamster named, named Mike. Mike. How long did Mike live? I don't know. I made him my class pet. 
I actually introduced brought him, to him class. in. Yeah, and then that's why uh, my porn name was Mike Sicken Avenue. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So people can now figure out your uh, yeah. What's your porn name? First street you uh, grew up on, and uh, 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 first pet, and then the street you grew Once up on. Once again, all my security questions, but mine is good. <laughs> I will tell you afterwards. Okay. Why don't you just change your security question for the purposes of being funny on the? Yeah, air? I'm Mike Sicken Avenue. Uh, I had a gold. So like my parents, Oof. my parents were not pet people, and I had like. Goldfish, 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 goldfish. I had like 18 goldfish in a row, and then they were like, we'll move you on up to hermit crabs. Yeah. Life is fleeting, pretty and, much is where they're and trying to And then from that, I went, I went to gerbils at a way too old an age, uh, and then uh, Helmut, my dog, who I've had for like 10 years. Uh, life is fleeting. That's really what they were trying to teach you. Everything dies. Oh, see, I always thought porn star name was middle name and, and street you grew up on. I don't have a middle name, first so I'd pet. be blank. No, first, yeah, first pet. pet. And the street you grew up on. Uh, we've we've done this one before. I yeah, think- you have mine. Okay, because I don't count my one. I don't remember the name of my one. I'm terrible. But like first pet, I'd Go be ahead. Teddy Marigold. I think I'd be Teddy Marigold. I Teddy Marigold. I think I'd be Freddie Summit. Freddie Summit. That's good. I like it. But if you do the middle name one better, my poor name. In my mind, I always thought it was middle name or street name, and I always thought my poor name was Alexander Summit. Which sounds yeah, very yeah. porny, but I like Freddie, like Freddie Summit. Yeah, Freddie. I kind of yeah. like. Yeah, there's, there's something it's very uh, porny like about stuck it. in the past tense. Matt, with, okay, uh, with the name uh, of and this is just a random aside. Do we all have middle names here? I just said mine's Alexander. You don't have a middle I name. I don't have a middle name. Wow. Do mm. you? Yes, Carson. Carson. Macaulay Carson. H- you I have. Like to- I like to keep people guessing. People not know it. No, and it's interesting because every once in a while, nobody will get it. it. It's not a normal name. Okay, how about this? No, okay, how about this? We We can play the game with H names and we'll never get it. We each get a guess. I know it. One guess, you do? Yeah. That's why I brought it up because he's got a weird middle name. I want to keep it a secret because every once in a while, somebody will update my Wikipedia as if they figured it out and it's always wrong. They give me a fake one. Okay, how about Brendan and I get a guess and if we are right, you can just touch your nose. Okay. 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 It's it's a completely random name. It's not a name you've ever heard. Horatio. Hobart. Henry. Mm -mm. Come on, B. Hallelujah. That's the closest one so far. (laughs) Honestly, though, that is the closest one so far. Halibut. Halibut. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good guess. Hibiscus. Can I just say it? No. Hydrogen bomb. All right. Will you tell us us off mic? Of course. I'll tell you my porn name. I'll tell you my... I'll tell you my social security number, but we only want the last four digits. Okay, perfect. Because we don't want to be weird. It's useless without the other (laughs) three. We don't want to be weird. Uh, Mac, you have written down first day of school. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean by that? Like, what school? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, in yeah. general. So here's the thing. Like, here's, yeah, okay, give so a story about your first day of school. I was always a big like, yo, you gotta make a fucking good impression. Like, first day of school yeah. is like the most important day of the year. Yeah. And by that, I mean it's the most important fashion day. So oh. I would get like my first day of school outfit. Like, yeah. Months yeah, we all do. Of course, advance. we all do. Months in advance. And I, remember, I went to a Catholic school, so we had a uniform, so there was no outfit. One year, I had. I think it, I think it's ninth grade. I think I went into high school with like a Stussy cardigan, like a gray Stussy cardigan, and I was like really feeling it. I made some bold moves in high school. Um, they didn't always work out for me, so much so that uh, a lot of times I would get made fun of for a long time afterwards. Well, you were wearing Stussy. Well, no, I would because at a certain point I I, I, I was awesome. I wanted to be fashion forward. So like one, uh, I had a pair of baby blue Diesels. 
Like <laughs> baby, Sorry. baby, fucking blue. Yeah, buddy. Uh, That's what everyone else laughed yeah. at when I wore. Did you wear them. cross colors, or was that is that before your time? But that, I don't know what that is. Cross colors. No, yeah, no. I, mean, I like you would have known. My that, time huh? was like starting North Face. No, it started with like uh, Jankos and like crazy, yeah. like like. Um, I had a pair of Jenkos that had a battery pack in the back pocket because there was blue neon tubing up and down the side. Yeah, for all the lady worn, it was limited too for me. Like as a kid, it was like limited to and friends. Like that's all we did. And like Skechers, like uh, platform sneakers. Like I would wear them to school in second grade. Come on now. But uh, but but in high school, I got a little creative. And like one day, I wore <laughs> I wore a uh, a vest, like a puffy vest. Like, oh, very nineties from a company called Energy, which was like my shit. Like in the Back 90s. to the Future two kind yes. of puffy vest, literally that. Yes, <laughs> um, and everyone was it orange. Made, it was it was bright blue, and everyone was just like Titanic the entire day. It was just like life vest, like like. Mm-hmm. Then one day I decided, you know what? I'm gonna wear sandals, a bathing suit, like a tank top, and I'm gonna carry a towel around with me. And I had a beach day for myself. You steered into <laughs> the skin. Awesome. Oh yeah. Oh, I steered in that skin. That did not go over as well. Like I did a lot of the, people yeah. bullied you. Uh, they didn't bully me as much as they like made fun of me in a way that I could hear it. I just always uh, assumed you would be the bully. Yeah, yeah. Like such a bully. See, I was such a nerd. I loved school. Like I could not wait for the first day of school. So much so that like I couldn't sleep all night. This was going into I think first or second grade. I couldn't sleep all night. I was going to a new school. Couldn't sleep all night. I got to the school. I was so excited. I hyperventilated and threw up. As my mom was going to register me. Like I was throwing up because I was so excited. She had like bark breath like, yes. you know, like all day. Because I was so excited. I loved school, guys. I still love school. I know you do. Should I go? Let's all go back. You can go without. Please, go I would school. so do it. I would take classes all we'll the time. We'll do the thirty it. going on thirteen or whatever kind of like kind of thing. Like, I'd be yeah, down, let's guys. Do let's, let's go back to our like yeah. Let's go. Let's back go back in our... time. Become thirteen years old again. Yes. Um, I had I a very totally awkward kick phase ass. in when I was thirteen. No, you Wait, did. you had <laughs> an awkward phase. I'm kidding. I kidding. That's, that's I, I've I, mind. I, didn't, I had it. I'm still in it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I had it then too. It's like the Hindenburg joke. Don't worry, you'll grow out of that phase, dude. Uh, I phase of it's your entire life. I know the unfortunate thing about being a kid actor is like being on a show for a long time. Yeah. All of your weird phases, like your awkward phase, your freshman fifteen, they're all they're on camera. Documented. Oh, it's the worst. Plus, also, I, I mean, now I, I, these kids who aren't even famous, their parents are documenting their entire life. It's instantaneous. Yeah, no, you had yeah why do they deserve to be documented? Well, I'm just saying, you know, on top of okay. it, you had social media on top of, of course, it, though. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. It's, Imagine it's having social media like when we were kids. Well, here, You're too young. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I'm I kidding. Love, we didn't. Were you talking Twitter? Yeah. You had MySpace. I made my Twitter my after I graduated high school. In high school. I made my Twitter three years ago, Matt. MySpace counts. I made my Twitter like three years ago. Matt made one two weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah, I just made my first MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bring it back. I I got my Friendster, guys. I got my Friendster going. Who's your your top uh, eight? Oh, my top eight. Tom, of course. Yep, number one. Duh, number one. Always and forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had a fake Lindsay Lohan in there, I think. <gasps> As your number one. I think, it, yeah. It should just say, your top eight is just Lindsay Lohan fake Lindsay pages. Lohan fan pages. Uh, Mac, any first uh, first day of school stories? Oh, I went to a Catholic school and my father gave me a little stupid hat that Pre- I had to wear. Pre-PCH. Yeah, PCS. PCS. Yeah, no, this I went to Catholic school. And so he gave me a fucking like stupid like little like like Dutch boy like hat. a pope hat no like a Dutch oh, boy okay. yeah. you said Catholic I was like, like what's a, cap, a Catholic hat like a, like a cap yeah a newsy cap yeah, kind of yeah, yes yeah. yes but like smaller okay even for a six <laughs> yeah. year old 
You're and, proud uh, Irish Catholic you? And he was like, your grandfather, was your, your grandfather wore this to school on his first day. And, you know, I wore it to school on my first day. And your older brother did. So you have to wear it. And, like, it, it was ridiculous. And I hated it. And I didn't want to wear it. And my older brother, like, because my father, nobody would, like, it was my older brother, my older sister, and me would walk to school. Uh, he would say, my older brother said, if you take that off on the walk to school, I'm going to tell dad. <gasps> So he made me wear it the entire freaking time. Amazing. Oh, that's and, so fucked up. And as soon as I got to class, I would like take it off. And, and it went on for a couple of weeks. Really? Which, when you're a kid, feels like a couple of years. Yeah. Like, I had to wear that goddamn hat. But, yes, it, I, it was my parochial school, like, Is that why hats. you won't wear hats now? No, I'm yeah. kidding. Check out my fedora, babe. <laughs> Did you know that, was it a brand new school? Like, you didn't know anybody and you just became, like, the hat kid? No, no. Thankfully, thankfully, I took, I threw the hat off, so I wasn't the hat kid. We We had hat kids. We had a kid who wore a top hat every day. What? And like a cloak. Yeah. Oh wow! How many people were in your classes? We had a huge like. What, there like, were, like 30, 40, 50? What are you talking about? In each individual class, or in the grade itself? In your class. Like your like your classroom. The gradual classes. Oh, like thirty. Same. Okay. But in our in our like graduating class. I think like 600 or something. I was going to say your so, grade is like yeah, we went to like public. 100. I went to public school. I went to public school, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a million fucking people there. Yeah, yeah, You did too, right? Yeah, you went to Mer- 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I hated school and I never want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like classes. I did too. Bennett. Uh, do you guys remember your first crushes? Kimberly the Pink Power Ranger. No. Oh. I wanted to be the Jason to her. I, no, I'm, I'm not, not celebrity crushes. Uh, let's, I'm like people you knew. That's going to be so uninteresting oh. for the people listening. Yeah, exactly. That was Jennifer, that girl Jennifer. Like, you know how, Jennifer. Don't tell me what's on the show. Uh, all right, fine. Sorry. First celebrity crush then. We've already done that though. Okay. Everyone's I, I, had, I had an idea for our first one. Um, this. Oh, do you no, have an no, answer? No, go, go, go. Um, I was going to ask first parental advisory CD because that was like well, a big that. rite of passage for my, me. Got it. Uh or first CD in general is a good question, but because it ties in, let's do both. Ready? Ooh, okay. So the first CD I ever got was I got it as a gift on my fourth grade birthday. NWO. It was also from the girl I had NWA. my first crush on. It was Woo-woo. the soundtrack to Ready to Wear, Pret a Porter, uh, <laughs> the Robert Altman film. Never seen it because uh, it had the song "Here Comes the Hot Stepper" on it, which was a monster. Murder. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let me like do that. Like that. Murder. Yep. No, no, we don't die. Yeah. Oh, we multiply. <laughs> you don't know that, Matt? By no, Ina Kamosi. Um, so my first CD, no. I got that on the same day that I got Dookie. Yep. And then about a month later, left to my own decision, my parents were like, you can buy CDs now. You have a CD player. So in one day, I went with them and I bought uh, Salt and Peppa's Very Necessary. Oh, I, bought nice. the, I bought the Shaq single, I'm Shaq-tastic. <laughs> And I wanted to buy Dr. Dre's The Chronic, right? And when we got up to the counter, um, the guy was like, ma'am. There's the advisory sticker. Yeah. Ma'am, you know your son's a little young for this record, and it's very graphic, and he shouldn't get this. My mom went, fine, pick any other one. So I picked up dog, Snoop Doggy Dog's Doggy Style, and they let that one fly. So by the age of, like, nine, my parents would have me, do, have me rap Murder Was the Case to, like, impress family friends and shit. Wow. So that was my first parental advisory CD. It was wow. Snoop Doggy Dog's Doggy Style. Mm-hmm. First, like, yeah, CDs kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? You don't remember? I don't really got anything. Like, no. I mean, I bought anything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> what about the first uh, song you downloaded off of Napster? 
Oh, oh, I, I didn't that, use I Napster. Yeah, I don't remember. I never used uh, it. I remember. I was using AOL chat I mean, rooms to download like, I mean, like, I, I, re- I remember buying like Tom Petty's Greatest oh, Hits in a batch. Uh, 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 Weezer's Blue Album. Yep, there you go. Uh, Dookie. Yeah, there uh, like those kind of things all kind of came in a big fat batch. See, uh, when I kind of Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, like, 13, 10, 14. Guys, kind of. I was like a basic bitch. Like when my very first CDs were like Jewel. And the Spice Girls. There you go. You know, Atta I was like girl. nine. I was like, I I this for my ninth birthday. It was for my ninth birthday, and that was the, that was my first. That was like my first CD, and then I got like my the Psych Walkman, the one that you can wear on the side with like the headphones yeah. that you just slipped over uh-huh. your ears. Was yeah, it, I was. You had a Case Logic. Oh, are you kidding me? Yes, yeah. uh-huh. that's what that was my first. My first. CD. I just realized my parents are fucking awesome. So like, <laughs> for my <laughs> shout out to Matt's parents for my bar mitzvah. For my bar mitzvah gift, I got a beeper watch. Because they weren't ready to give me a cell phone yet. So I had a Casio Beeper watch, which was a beeper that was a watch. And they got me a new CD player. And they got me Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty. No, no, no. What was Intergalactic off of? Hello Nasty. I got Hello Nasty Nasty, and the Wu-Tang album that had like Triumph on it. So my parents at like 13 were like, just let him buy what he wants. They were getting me like Wu-Tang and shit. Which is pretty cool because yeah. I don't think they know Sounds what Wu-Tang. like they gave up on you. I don't think or, they know or, what Wu-Tang is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave into you or they gave up yeah. on you. I, I did go through that phase <laughs> where I was really into like Eminem and 50 Cent. I was probably like only like 13 or so and I had to explain to my dad why I was like reciting all of these lyrics but it was like, dad, it was poetry with the beat. And no. did that sell it for Of him? course it did. Are you kidding me? It yeah, did? Yeah. It did. Like, well, oh, well, as long as she's reading poetry. I was yeah, way, yeah, it's I getting was, hot in here. Oh, yeah, no, no. I was way young, like, <laughs> reciting, knowing all the lyrics to, like, Eminem. My you, go-to karaoke song is still Superman by you, Eminem. You were like, Dad, listen, two trailer park girls go round the outside. <laughs> round the outside. outside but wait for it. Round the outside. It's a haiku. What's exactly. interesting, most people seem to forget the song Cleaning Out My Closet. Oh, the Eminem I, song. I don't, I don't I, forget that. That's my that. new karaoke song. I'm sorry, mama. Like, yeah, it's such a crazy song. Mine is Superman. I still go, That's my oh, go-to yikes. all the time. I'll be a Superman. I like yeah. Mushrooms, but I think that's, that's a D12 song, technically. That's, that's D12. Hills. Yeah, that is D12. Uh, yeah. Purple Hills? Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Or Purple Pills, whichever the... I had the edited versions of everything. Mm. Did you Until, really? Okay. Ew, segue. Until one day, I was at the records, <laughs> I was at the CD store. I had a friend, well, you know, we've been talking about this yeah. before. Do you ever find yourself surrounded by people who you find out are in love with wrestling? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> As I look around me, You're yes, surrounded I do. by three of those people right now because B-Song, you, lo- you love wrestling too. I me? Don't, do. don't front. No. Who do you think I am? Devin Sawa? Well, Brenda. <laughs> Devin nice. Sawa loves wrestling, guys. I don't know. I just saw Devin Sawa behind those the first time. I know. So um, my friend was really into like new metal and wrestling, and he's like, there's this crazy, you know, two rappers that wrestle – on WWE, they're called the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get into that. And so I was at the CD no. store. Stop. Yes, and uh, I bought the Great Malenko. <laughs> no, you did not. You Matt did. Bennett. Of course I did. You netting hole. <laughs> you know about nettings? <laughs> Poser. Uh, no, I mean, come so, on, my ninja. So I brought it home, and what I didn't, what I failed to realize is the CD case, like it, it had one of the protective cases over it, was covering. The parental advisory sign, and I like got it out of the bag, and I saw it, and my eyes went wide, and I'm like, "Oh no, this is forbidden! I'm not allowed to have parental advisory." How old were you, Matt? Oh man, eleven or twelve. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say like twenty-two. I was, no, I must have been like six. <laughs> this was <grade>. last week. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I I brought it to my mom, and I'm like, "Is Dad gonna freak out?" And it was my mom's rule that I couldn't have parental advisory. 
And I'm like crying. And she's like, well, let's go ask him. And I go, no, don't make me go talk to my dad. Don't make me. No, no, no. Your abusive, horrible no, he's, father. No, he's a wonderful father. He's, he's, he saw he's, it. He looked at it and he goes, ever. I don't care what he goes to. Wait, really? It was my mom's thing. Yeah, she oh. was like, she didn't want me to have parental advice. Oh. When I brought home Nimrod, the Green Day album, yeah, yeah. she photocopied the booklet and would highlight every line that she found questionable. Wow. What? And she presented to my father like, do you want to let him listen to it? And he well, goes, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she was projecting. I love it. I know. Yeah. Well, she, she meant well. Cared. She meant well. But oh, you, she cared. But your dad brought you to all of your acting stuff? Uh, most, I mean, yes, for them, kind of, yeah. My dad did the exact same thing. The one time that my mom ever brought me to an audition, it was it was rough. And I had to like put my foot down because we were in the back of a taxi and she yelled out, and I quote verbatim, she goes, uh, can't you go any faster? My son has an audition to get to. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, mom, you're never gonna, like, you gotta keep it chill. You're not doing this. Oh goodness. Oh, your mom, my mom would just, was in the car with my little brother. She's like, just sit Let where I can see you from inside. No, she literally was like in the car. She would stay in the car? Yeah, she would, cause she, I had a little, my little brother. Yeah. And so she's like, sit by the door. <laughs> she really would. Honk in the horn. Like, run me off, run in. I know how to like sign in and fill out all of my Do things. Do you guys remember the days of like, when my mom would go like, like run errands at like fortune offs or whatever i would just be like what is fortune it was like a long island department <laughs> yeah. store um i would just sit i'd be like i'm gonna sit in the car and sometimes it'd be like a half an hour <gasps> and it felt like two years no, my mom no. Would, make me yeah. would, would she roll that in the window a little bit so would, yeah but i was fine <laughs> i was fine i had a book no the thing of like not being upset about it i was so totally cool to just be left in a car by myself at like an early age i guess and it was a different time and place i, I suppose really i had the exact opposite i remember this one time we were at mcdonald's and my mom yeah. well my mom went in to like grab his food and she ran into someone she knew and she left in this car probably like 15 minutes and my mom came in and i was like crouched in like the passenger side like crying because i had been calling out to her because i thought she left me because <laughs> i really loved my mom i was a really like i was that kid going I, mom you took so long she's like it's been 10 minutes i had a lot of that in the supermarket my mom would just like wouldn't deal with keeping up with me so she would just do her thing and all of a sudden i would turn around and my mom was gone and i would just start <laughs> screaming oh. and i would have first time thing. being abandoned by I'd your parents walk up and down i'd run past all the aisles really quickly and then spot her getting like juice and be like what the fuck mm. I, mean, I, I left yeah, my mom to the grocery store once. You did, and, like, and just and she had to like juggle like five other kids yeah. at the same time, and I realized I couldn't find her. I checked everywhere, and so I just stood by the front door. Ah, uh, you were smart. Because either, yeah. either either so, either so either, either she pedophile could just rope you and well, grab you. Up totally grab me. But no, either she's going to check out, and I can see the checkout aisles, and or like, or she left. How old were you? And the first thing she knew is pop her head in. I'll be right there. And so, boom. I was a strategic little. Listen, fucker. not all of us got to sit yeah. under the learning tree of Daniel Stern. Okay. <laughs> at an early oh, age. This, this predates him. This is my own. This this is this is my bone marrow. Okay, bro. okay. Yeah. You didn't exist before Home Alone. So anything you did before that movie, I give you credit. Yeah. I was, I was go oh yeah, exactly. Oh, this is a real Mac thing. Yeah, this is real Mac. Um, Get real. Do you, uh, I, I my uh, I got first time like getting lost from my parents. You mean? Sure. Uh, we were like at a mountain thing. Well, I don't know. I don't even remember. But I got lost. That's the moral of the story. Here, I feel like I got every, lost every, a everybody lot. Everybody, we're a drink. I feel like I got lost as a kid. We're clinking glasses because everyone hates my liver. Um, what are their first skies? First. first podcast. First time driving. First time driving? Oh, that I got. W what about you, Matt? You go first. For which question? First podcast? First time driving. First time driving. driving. It's oh, my first, po first podcast. This is? My podcast. Is it really? Yeah, podcast. You've never been on a podcast before? Oh, baby. No, I'm, not even this I'm, one? Baby, no. I'm, I'm oh, brushing I stole your cherry. Your episode. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I feel more like a pop star than like a podcaster. I know you're holding your microphone. I know. I'm like ready to be like my 1999 pop star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, driving stories. Driving stories. I drove my uh, dad's, I believe it was his Dodge Stratus, and we I went. I drive a Dodge. Do you remember that SNL sketch? <laughs> Was that big in your family? It was not big in my family. Do you know what I'm talking about? I vaguely know what you're talking You'd about. You'd think they would love it. I just don't think we we weren't really... It was Wolf Dodge, Dodge people. <laughs> we I watch- drive a John Stratus, damn it. <laughs> that thing, yeah. We, I, I was big on the Mike Myers best of I think that's Sarah Michelle Gellar, actually, in that sketch. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, the only eventful thing, we drove down to Jones Beach because there's a whole lot of empty roads, and uh, I hit Jones a Beach? dead seagull. <gasps> it was already dead. It was roadkill. My dad's like, right, just, like I was in the left lane, it. yeah, and he was just like, all right, just you know, merge over to the right. And I'm like, what? And I was going faster and faster towards his like, because they're like, go, go it over. You're going to run it over. You're going to run it over. Good to no, I had somewhat of the <laughs> same story. Was uh, there was a squirrel? One of the very first times I was driving, not the first time, but I was learning how to drive with my mom, and we we're going to like a grocery store, and there was a squirrel in, like crossing the road, and I saw it coming, but I couldn't stop. And my mom was like, "Stop, stop, stop!" And I like sped through, and we went, do, 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 do. and I stopped, and I started crying, going, "What if he had a family and kids?" And I start, my mom was like, "Keep." driving and i was just like crying going, but mom i killed something and i was like mom was like do you want to go back and see it wow. see if it's actually dead my mom was like hardcore no nonsense i have a great story for that that i've never told um i was I, it wasn't really a date i was just hanging out with this girl and she was driving in in her car and it was going pretty good we had just gotten food and we're driving she's going to come hang out at my apartment and she runs over a cat oh no the cat like darts on me the yeah. road, and she runs it over and I'm like, you just ran over that guy. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just like, whatever. And these two women drive up next to us and they go, roll down your window. So she, so this you girl rolls down cat. her and they go, you killed a cat. Like that. They go, you ran over that cat. And she's just like, no, I didn't. She did. And they go, you did. Murderer. No! You are a murderer. And then they kept driving. <laughs> And she and I was like, so my apartment. And she's like, yeah, let's go. And it just kind of killed whatever mood there had been. Oh, we you killed so a me, cat. Me, Mac and I, Mac and I are from New York, so we yeah, we didn't need to drive. Story. And here's the thing. Here's why I'm saying that as a joke because Mac is from Manhattan, where no one drives. Mm-hmm. I'm from ten minutes away from Matt. Yeah. The thing is, I liked weed and fish way too much to even get a permit. So I didn't drive till I was 24 years old, and I moved to LA. Really? In my ex- oh, Vermont. Uh, nope, didn't drive. Lived the entire time I lived in Vermont. I did not have a license. Do you have a bicycle? Uh, no, uh, I did have a bike in Vermont. Yeah, yeah we have a basket. I, I did not have a basket. Oh. I had a big backpack. But yeah, I was <laughs> I was just like legit, and it didn't come down to I wasn't afraid of driving. I was just too lazy to go to the DMV and wait in line to get a permit. Nice. So I didn't drive till I was 24, and then when I was going to move to LA, I did driver's ed like the month before. Got my license within a week of moving here, and then just got a car. And yeah, remember that time you almost like ran me off the road because you just weren't looking. You like swerved into my lane on Coenga. I did it on purpose. Did you? Though? We were trying to get your attention. Did you though? Stu told me to do it. God damn it, Stu. Yeah, I always blame Stu. What, what was your first driving experience? Yeah, I don't drive. <laughs> but you <laughs> have. I, I pulled your car out of the parking lot. How about you that? Did. And you drove in a movie once. You told me, right? Yeah, and no, I pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, Without a license. Drive? Yeah. Like, he have a license I, I, depo- I pull oh. the car into the scene, uh, but I didn't have a driver's license. Were you ever and the a- thing is, I like just for insurance reasons, I just didn't tell them that I didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> right. And it wasn't like I drove in the movie. It really was a 10-foot roll into a sandbag. Were you ever a bike guy? 
Bicycle? Yeah. Not really. Have you ever had a bicycle in of your course, time in yes, Man- yes. Manhattan? Uh, post 9-11 in New York, yes. Uh, 2001, yes. You had to take, there was no yeah, taxis. The subways were all closed. I guess so. So I, yeah. I had to bike everywhere. Yeah. So there you go. I can't Two, imagine you want a bike. That's really funny. Isn't Actually, that a funny not, visual? We should no, all start no, biking, guys. Not, not only that, I had to borrow my, my like 13-year-old brother's bike. <laughs> so I'm like 22 years old on this like 13-year-old's bike. But I also remember thinking, like, I'm not wearing a helmet. That's illegal. And then all of a sudden, I realized, like, I'm pretty sure the cops have other things to worry about right, <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. Oh. Me without a helmet. Amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, over and they go, ah, how about this fine. for no. first? Yeah. When was the first time... Uh, Matt Bennett and Brenda Song played each other <gasps> in our game. Yes. Oh, shit, it's game oh, time. Cool. Let's do it. All right. N- What's unknown, our category? The unnamed game you all know about. Uh, if you don't know about it, here's how it works. Uh, we have a chess clock. I'm going to take a photo of the two, these two. Actually, I'm going to take a video. Um, and we will post it on our social. And basically, uh, someone names a category. And so, Mac, give us a classic example. How, how do you describe the game you're better at me? Well, we always say this. It's like, okay, you have to do words that begin with the letter P. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, somebody, oh, it's oh, a mailman. mailman. Yeah, mailman. I love how they wear pith helmets. Pith- Why do mailmen wear pith helmets? I know. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks like he's about to go on safari. It's great. All right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, words that begin with the letter P, and then you have to keep on saying words that begin with the letter P on and on until your time runs okay. out. We could do this. Uh, we're going to do something. Let's see. We'll Category. Come up with something kind of cleverish. Um, Should we do kid shows? Oh, I wish. But no. <laughs> Why not? No, no, no. But I don't know if they're enough, though. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say uh, things associated with water. Water. Okay. Anything associated with the with okay. water. Okay. No, it's okay. okay. Again, it's all okay. kinds of all things. Right. Give it a go. go. Ahead. Okay. The ocean. Temperature. Mm-hmm. My mouth. Um, hydration. <laughs> Bottles. Uh, liquid. The human body. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, caps. Kool-Aid. Um... Oh, that's a t- this is really tough. Ice cubes. Yeah. Swimmers. The sea. Yes. Sharks. <laughs> Dolphins. Yep. Fish. Uh, uh, turtles. Gurgling. Oh, that's uh, drowning. Saliva. Well, yeah. uh, loves it. Loves it. This is tough. You're right. Anything with water. Just anything has to do with water. Anything that has to do with water? Anything. Letter W. Going, yes. There you go. The word water. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll accept it. Uh, the sky. Clouds. Rain. That's yeah. Puddles. Uh, the, making the grass grow. Sure. Swimming pools. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Hot yeah. tubs. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> Tea. Toilet bowls. Jacuzzis. Yeah, Come on. she's really um, crushing it. Uh, diving. Mm-hmm. Like single cell microorganisms. Yep. Pool floats. Nice. That's perfect. Like eye drops. Aquaman. <laughs> Get a high five for that one. A whale. Mermaids. Um. Fins. Starfish. A guppy. Arrowhead. <laughs> I'm just going off what you say. Poland Spring. Fiji. Smart Water. Evian. Soup. <laughs> Soup. Just let me Soup have it. Good. Let me have this. Boiling. Stuff. Wow. 
I, did I start? Did I already say room temperature? Was that what I started with? I, don't I said know. temperature first. Listeners, Brenda's about a minute and thirty seconds to Matt's twenty-seven seconds. Matt, your clock is running down. Yeah, quickly. I. It's um. When you get out of the pool, what do you do? I drink soda. Okay, guys, I don't drink. Did I say soda? No. <laughs> tears. Aw. Oh, she drinks your tears. <laughs> uh, cumi. Uh, I re- did we say clouds? She said clouds. What do you What do you say when you get out of the towel? What do you do? You, you dry. Know. You dry off. You get all wet. With, with what? With a towel. <laughs> um, towel, water. Five seconds left on Max clock. Um, Max clock. Baths. Four, three. I'm just gonna. Two, one. And water. <laughs> Showers. And there it is. And the B song wins. Woo! That was actually hard. It's quite embarrassing. Yeah, things not I'm at associated all. with not water. Not at all. It's it, this game is harder than it looks. Yeah. That's uh, the whole idea. Is let's it do it. Let's go again. Let's go again. another round. Uh, I know. Wait, can we do Matt and Matt? Yeah, let's do a Matt Matt. Matt Matt. Matt Tachi round. Uh, I'm going to hand this camera to uh, Mr. Colkin here. I'm not good with pressure. Video all our games. Sure I know. I'm sure. Are you kidding me? You just you smoked can I that. Can one of your water bottles, Matt? Yeah, go for it. Brenda's going to get uh, some water. water bottles. Uh, me and Matt. Okay, so we need a category. That we're filming right now, so you can all look this up wherever we post it. We'll figure that out. I started the clock accidentally, and we'll need to reset it. We're a work in progress here. All right. So we need a category. Category. Uh, things related with Japan. Ooh, that's actually great. Yeah, go you for it. Bust okay, right, things ready? related with Japan. Okay. To Japan. Sushi. Uh, the, uh, so I didn't know where we were going to start. Uh, Fushimi and Naritaisha. Ramen. Um, inu. Uh, highballs. Shizuka. Lost in translation. Um, Don't just say Japanese. Words. Mimi. You're a fucking asshole. Uh, uh, mizu. Don't, don't just, no <laughs> more good. Japanese words. Come on. What? Okay. Um, right, do it, a big old sloppy bowl of ramen. I already said ramen, but he had you to did? say sloppy Yeah. Okay. Hold Take on. Back. So that was, um, what about udon? Yokohoma. Uh, what about Tokyo? Uh, Kyoto. Osaka. Kyori Pamu Pamu. Oh, that's a great one. What about uh, um, Sekai no Owari? That's a band. Love it. Uh, how about Lauren from Terrace House? <laughs> Cornelius. Uh, 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 Blue Hearts. Oh, that's um, Sadistic Another Mika band. band. Uh, 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 one Piece. Um, uh, fake eyelashes. Pokemon. <laughs> Samurai swords. Uh, kawaii. Uh, Kurosawa. Uh, 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 suicide. Sorry. Harajuku. Wow. Logan Paul. Always too soon. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the trip. Uh, Pokemon. I already said it. You did? Yeah. Did you? Okay. Uh, so how about... Um, oh, man. Astro Boy. Digimon. One Piece. I already said it. Oh, I wasn't. I don't listen to what he says. That's I the just point of the game, playing. bro. Ultimate. Come on. The clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Doraemon. Uh, 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 sake. Um, Gojira. Uh, Stop it. Uh, Chew hype. Yeah, Takeshi Kitano. Did you ever say robot restaurant? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Battle Royale. Uh, Mr. Donut. Totoro, Totoro. Is that my neighbor Totoro? Mm-hmm, it is. Um, Haruki Murakami. And his father, Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Kobo. The Rainbow Bridge. Uh, Shinzo Abe. Uh, Shinagawa Station. Um, uh, Fujimori. AKB 48. Oh, I love AKB. <laughs> um, what about S- SKB 48? Shin Nihon Pro Wrestler. I don't know what that is. New Japan Pro Wrestling. My friend Kazuma Sakamoto, he's Japanese. <laughs> he is a Japanese wrestler, you're right. 
uh, uh, Ueno Zoo. Alyssa Ueno, DJ. Uh, 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 Casey Oh, no, I love Casey yeah. What took you so long? I was wondering. <laughs> um, Hiragana. Godzilla. Katakana. Godzuki. Kanji. Uh, 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 video games in general. Um, Angerus, who's from that? When Godzilla first met, Ang- I wrote a song about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure, if you say so. Sansuno. Oh, he's great. Um, I know Mukidashi, which is love exposure in Japanese. I love it. Sure. Uh, uh, so uh, Japanese. Anato ahaha baka. That's just a sentence. That's not you even were Japanese. Saying Japanese words before. Because you said stuff that has to do with Japanese I'll bring it back stuff. Uh, uh, fine, Matt. I'll bring if it back. I can't do words in Japanese. You can't just say a <laughs> random sentence that doesn't uh, even make any sense. Doctor Slump. What is Doctor Slump? It's a famous manga and anime. Uh, stick song. <laughs> stick song. It doesn't. I, you know. Don't worry, guys. Don't I, give I, up, I, I'm Mr. Roboto. Matt Cohen. Don't worry, I got the. Mr. Roboto. Okay, he's got eight <laughs> seconds left on the clock, so I have 38 seconds. Oh, man. If I can only think of a single Can you think thing of another Japan stick song? 38 seconds. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Japanese people. Ocha. I, oh, I won. <laughs> Good game, y'all. It's tough. You guys, it is tough. Hey, you guys are fun. Hey, yeah, you know what? Bunch. You guys are should we be friends? friends? You guys should are we friends? be friends? We should be friends with you guys. You guys are my friends. Oh, one more quick question. Um, okay. Uh, and you guys might be at hope because you guys know who Mac is. Does anyone know who his special lady friend is? Because he's been talking about her for months, and it's like a yeah, weird who mystery. Who is the special lady friend? For all the ladies out there, for all the lady warrens, yeah, we want to know so who the can, special lady friend is. All the single ladies? All, all the, the single warren? All the special for ladies? For all the single all warren. The all the single warren. <laughs> uh, he'll never tell us P- that. Put your buns up. <laughs> guys, the real answer, that special lady friend will always be young Jodie Foster. A young Jodie There's only room for Foster. one woman in Max Life and it's, and it's a young, it's a young, it's a young Jodie, Jodie Foster. Foster. I think Kelly Kapowski gets a hall pass in there, though. Yes, She's course. all our hall passes. Kelly Kapowski is the shiz. <laughs> and and on that the shiz note, niddle. Uh, Kelly Kapowski, if you're all listening, right. we'd love to have you on the show. Not so much Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but... No, no, no. I'm totally down with her, too. All right, fine. Yeah. But if you could yeah. come in character as Kelly Kapowski, that would do a lot for us. Uh, exactly. Oh, yeah, so. uh, where can people find people on the internet? Matt, tell us all your thingies. I'm at Matt Bennett on Twitter. What are you pointing? Can you also hand me my phone, please? Oh, thank okay. you. Um, at Matt Bennett. Currently at Matt H Bennett on Instagram, but I'm working on it. Again, the H. I out. have some stuff in the. I have some irons in the fire. I'm working that one out. Nice. Uh, I'm on YouTube. And uh, eventually I'll have some monologues up on Bunny Ears for you and, guys. Uh, yeah. And you did a Robin Williams concept album. That's right. An album called Terminal Cases. Every song is inspired by a different Robin Williams movie. What? And then I just also put out an EP called Previously on Matt Bennett. And Love I'm just it. always going to be working on the stuff. So please uh, check out my Instagram story. <laughs> so dated. I don't follow you on Instagram. I need to follow you on Instagram. Do. I'll, I'll return the favor. Yeah. <gasps> what is your Instagram? Mine is everything. My Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is just at Brenda Song. It's super boring, guys. Yeah. It's oh, super go. boring. Well, yeah, yeah, and, uh, you, I'm going to follow you, you right you, now. You got the Brenda Song You're on a television program, right? I am. It's called Station 19. It's uh, the Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Oh, uh, Thursdays. At nine, I believe. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you all pluggy. Uh, Colks, where are you on the internet? I'm at Incredible Colk on Twitter and Colkamania on uh, Instagram. Very good, my friend. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm on all the things at Camel Toad. And then Bunny Ears Wise, go to bunnyears.com. We got stuff every day. Brenda loves it. Yeah. Love it. She actually does. Yes, yeah, I do. She really, really uh-huh. does. <laughs> and uh, you can reach us at uh, bunnyearspod at Gmail. We're on Twitter at bunnyearspod and Instagram at bunnyearspodcast. And of course, Call us, Warren. We're at 845-393-4629. 
That's 845-EASY-E-HOAX. Leave us a voicemail. <laughs> and I'd also... I sh- <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's yeah. easy. Our phone number is EASY-E-HOAX. Um, I may have left a message. Uh, what is it? <laughs> uh, and, and the other thing we haven't mentioned yet, and it sounds a little gross, and Max is not going to like me for doing it, but we have like cool t-shirts and shit up at yeah, check out our shit. We have a podcast t-shirt up. and There's uh, Devin Sowers stuff on there. It's, you'll love it. <laughs> We'll see if we get a cease and desist before then, but there might be Devin Sawa stuff on there. I don't know. We'll talk about the Devin Sawa thing in a later episode. Uh, and uh, and that's and that's basically it. What do we do at the end of every show, Mac? Uh, 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 try to suck too many dicks, and if you and if you do, send some pics to us. Go suck your first dick, Devin Sawa. <laughs> Enjoy your burrito. Peace. <laughs> Lock the gates. Lock, dun, dun, Lock da, the gates. What's the other one? Lock the gates. There's there's got to be another. Sit ubu, sit ubu, sit. Sit. Goodbye. (laughs) Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. Oh my god, Stu! Stu's back! Stu! You guys have got to stop putting him in the corner just to masturbate and let him talk! Anyway, great job, guys. Love you, mac and cheese and carnal toes. See ya. There's John LeWarn. Ow. Mac. Matt. Hey, it's Pat. Yeah, I know it rhymed. I said that last week. Anyways, so I'm here in the car with my wife. Say hi. Hi. And can you fucking believe she doesn't know who Devin Sawa is? Like the Macaulay Culkin of 90s movies. Fucking really. All right, love you guys. Suck some dick. Yo, it's Frank again. With another, uh, this is an awesome fact, alright? You know, I love you guys, and I just wanted to share this fact with you. If you soak a raisin in grape juice, you get a grape! Isn't that fucking amazing? Alright, later guys, bye. A Bunny Ears LLC production. You are freaking lumberjack! You are freaking lumberjack!